Good morning, beautiful people of God. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona on Hot 1027. It's really good to be back with you again this morning, and I hope that you're warm and well. I want to start by looking at a car, and I think I'm doing that because I've just filled up my car and realized how expensive it is. So when we have the privilege of owning a car, we know we have to service the car, we have to put oil in the car, and of course we have to put some sort of fuel in that car, whether it's petrol or diesel, and that, as I said, has become quite an expense. Today, the good news, because I like to share the good news, is that there is a fuel that is available for free, and that is the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's God's free gift to us, and it is the power of God. And today we are celebrating Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit upon those disciples as they waited in the upper room, waiting for the coming of the power from on high so they could go out and share the good news. Now, I always get ragged by my colleagues at this time of year because it is my favorite feast day, and I get really excited. Almost like some people do over Easter when they're waiting for the Easter eggs. At church, we will anoint everyone with holy oil. We use, a, we use an earbud because of the pandemic. But we also invoke the Holy Spirit and we pray for an infilling of the Holy Spirit. And we wear red robes and red stoles. It's a wonderful celebration where we ask God to refill us, refuel us, fill us up to overflowing. The Holy Spirit, as I'm sure all of you know, is the third person of the Trinity, third person of the Godhead, three in one and one in three. And for me, when we look at God the Father or God the Parent, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, we will see that while they are three in one and one in three, they all have slightly different functions. And for me, the Holy Spirit is the fuel of God. It's the power of God at work in our lives. Now, I read a book years ago that spoke about the three essential truths of the Holy Spirit, and I've never forgotten those three essential truths. The person looked at the affirming will of God, that we need have no fear, the Holy Spirit's affirming will for us, if you like, that God always wants what's best for us, and the Holy Spirit's not going to ask us to do something that's not good for us. And so it is an affirming will to enable us to go out and do what we need to do in the power of God, but without fear. I think some people say to me they're a little bit hesitant, that I want to ask for an infilling of the Holy Spirit, that I want people to lay hands on them because they're worried about what God might do or what God might make them do. For me, I've always discovered that God is a, a gentle person and God will not make you do what you don't want to do. It's not like you're forced to do it. You're just given the power to do what's best for you. The second is the dynamic power of God, of the Holy Spirit. And of course, we know that dynamic power, and I'm sure many of us have felt that dynamic power. But when we look at the disciples, we see the healing that flowed through them. They were all speaking in different tongues. Um, and perhaps the most significant thing for me is that 3,000 were added to that number in one day. So they added 3,000 to their number in one day. That's amazing without the privilege of modern media. And then the third essential truth that was mentioned by this author is the permanent presence of God. And the Holy Spirit is permanently present with us. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. And as we go about our day-to-day -day business, of course, God is with us in the Holy Spirit within our bodies. And so we are never, ever alone. And I think for me at this time, that is a wonderful thing to know. So we can look at the affirming will of God, affirming will of the Holy Spirit, the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit, the permanent presence of the Holy Spirit. Those were the three essential truths in that book. And as I said, I've never forgotten them because it's so important to remember that God is for us, who can be against us. Coming up now on Hot 107, Light of the World. And of course, Jesus is the light of the world and Jesus within us 
um, the Holy Spirit working within us helps us to be the light for others in this world. So Lauren Daigle, Light of the World, enjoy. Lauren Daigle, Light of the World on Hot 1027. It's wonderful to be with you. And if you've just joined, welcome. It's good to be with you this morning. We're talking about the Holy Spirit, talking about Pentecost, the birthday of the church. And I've looked at the three essential truths. The Holy Spirit's affirming will for us, the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit, and the permanent presence of the Holy Spirit with us. And I want to look briefly at the gifts of the Holy Spirit, or some of them, and some of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So when we look at the fruits of the Holy Spirit, here are some of them. Generosity, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, humility, self-control, goodness, gentleness. I love those fruits of the Spirit, and we see them in people who are living a life in Christ, people who are moving in the power of Christ, who are moving in that love of God, that dynamic power of God. We see these fruits coming to the fore, and you actually recognize it in people, and you can even see it in their face sometimes, and people will feel it in people who are filled with the Holy Spirit. I think, personally, that most people will come to know about God, will come to experience God, or come to long to be in that relationship with God, not through any intellectual argument, but through how they encounter you and I. And so it is important for us, as we ask for an infilling of the Holy Spirit, to also ask God to allow those fruits of the Spirit to become manifest in our lives so that people encounter that joy, that peace, that kindness, that humility, that goodness, gentleness within all of us. So that's the fruits of the Spirit. What about some of the gifts of the Spirit? And I'm just looking at some of them. Wisdom is one of them, understanding, counsel, perseverance, fortitude, piety or reverence, fear of the Lord and knowledge are just some of the gifts. So let's look at what they would mean. When we look at wisdom, wisdom for me would be the ability to discern how to do things, what to do, to perhaps see things that the world wouldn't perhaps present to us. Um, it helps us to use good judgment, to view our own bodies as sacred and therefore go about this life in, in that way. Also, I think to remember that we are not here forever. And so life in this bodily form, is temporary. And therefore we need to worry about our eternal souls and our eternal well-being. That would be wisdom for me, living differently from the world. Understanding would also be a discernment or an insight, seeing beyond how people present themselves, beyond words, beyond what they say. Looking um, deeper into the person for me, really listening to that person and trying to understand where they're coming from. Then there's counsel, which is giving and receiving good direction, if you like. Being guided and guiding in the power of God. Perseverance or fortitude is staying the course, keeping going when it's tough, being faithful to God in all things. Piety and reverence, devotion to God, fear of the Lord, could be interpreted as awe of God. I don't really like that word fear because I think we should be in awe of God. We need to remember who God is. God is the creator of all. Um, but it's always remembering that God is God and that we are the children of God. And therefore, we need to come before and under God's authority. And then knowledge would be building up what we know. So perhaps reading, the experience of life, listening to other people. I like to listen to people who are older than me, perhaps because they've had more experience and I learn a lot from them and it increases my knowledge. So these are some of the gifts of the Spirit, some of the fruits of the Spirit. And of course, there are others that are not mentioned and which you might be experiencing in your life. One of the gifts that I haven't really mentioned is speaking in tongues, and there are two different types of speaking in tongues. 
There's the interpretation of the tongue, and that's where someone gives a message. And then for me, there's the private um, language of the gift of tongues, where we commune with God from spirit to spirit without actually knowing what we're saying. We're just communing in a language um, that God will understand. So coming up now on the Mighty Hot 1027, there is none like you, and there really is none like God. There is none like you on the Mighty Hot 1027. Good morning. It's wonderful to be with you. This is Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church, and a happy Pentecost to all who've just joined. And of course, it's a happy birthday to the church. Some believe it was the birth of the church when the Holy Spirit came upon those early disciples. Now, I've looked at the essential truths of the Holy Spirit, and I've looked at some of the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Right now, I'd like to talk about the transforming power of the Holy Spirit on our lives. And we can do that perhaps by looking at those early disciples. They went from being timid and afraid, hiding out in the upper room, waiting for this gift from on high, to men and later women who went out and fearlessly proclaimed the gospel, loved people, healed people, carried on doing miracles and work in the power of the Holy Spirit, in spite of the fact that they were persecuted, flogged, beaten, imprisoned, some were murdered, some were killed in different ways, but they really were persecuted in an extreme way, and yet they continued to spread the good news. And I think for me, that is testimony to the power of the Holy Spirit. They didn't back down. They continued. And we only know about Jesus and we know about the Holy Spirit because they were prepared to literally put their lives on the line for us. When I look at this infilling of the Holy Spirit, people would say to me, why do we need to constantly pray for the Holy Spirit? Why do we constantly celebrate Pentecost? Well, I would say, and I'm going back to the car analogy, you need to constantly put fuel in your car. So you need to come before God and ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. And so we pray for that gift of the Holy Spirit. I remember once being on retreat and we were talking about the Holy Spirit and God showed me this picture. We were all sitting in a circle and God showed me a picture of a well in the middle and there was this water flowing out towards us. And obviously this wasn't really happening. This was what I was seeing. And the water was flowing towards all of us in that circle. And some people, it just went around, it didn't go in at all. Some the water actually went into and some it went in and out. And I thought we need to be like those people with the Holy Spirit. So if that was the Holy Spirit flowing towards people, some people are closed and they're not able to receive the Holy Spirit because they don't want to or they're fearful or for whatever reason. But they've closed the door. They don't want God's presence in their life. Others receive the Holy Spirit um, and just use it for themselves and to feel good. And then the way we're supposed to be is like those early disciples. Allow ourselves to be filled with the Holy Spirit and then allow it to flow out of us into others so that the world can be transformed. And I think right now, where we're sitting, we know how much the world needs transformation. And so when we look at that, we see this wonderful power of God, which is, as I said, God's free gift to each and every one of us. We are called to go out and be God's hand and feet and voice in the world. We're called to go out, if you like, and I, I don't know if I like the word, but we're called to be a channel of God's Holy Spirit to others and allow God's light and God's love and God's healing and God's peace and God's joy to just flow through us into the lives of others and bring about transformation that is so desperately needed in people's lives. Now I want to end this morning by praying for God to pour out God's Holy Spirit upon us and fill us anew and afresh. So if you would like to, please open your hands. 
Close your eyes if it's safe to do so. And let's just pray together this morning. So Lord, we just thank you that you are the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. And in you we have our very being. We thank you for the gift of Jesus, for his life, his death, his resurrection, his ascension, his teaching to all of us and his presence with us. And Lord, today as we celebrate Pentecost, we thank you for the free gift of the Holy Spirit that you pour upon each and every one of us. And so, Lord, I pray that as we come before you now, you would fill us anew and afresh. You would let us drink from your streams of living water and you would allow us to be renewed, restored and empowered by you. And so, Lord, I pray that as we are praying now together, you would just fill us to overflowing with your Holy Spirit. And Lord, we'd give you all the praise and all the glory. Amen. To wrap up this morning, draw me close to you. And of course, we do want to be close to God. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great week. And I hope that your week is powered by the love and the Holy Spirit of God. Thank you for listening. This is Reverend Shona on Hot 1027.